all the time wasting no way. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Hey, welcome back to another week, another episode of The Why Behind You. You've got Jason Marcel here. Glad to have you guys with us. And actually, you know, I took a little bit of time to do a little reflection on a, a few topics, a few things, especially after last week's discussion or the other week's discussion about meditation, right? And so we talked about meditation and the ability to gain clarity, gain focus. And as a result of it, when you gain that clarity and achieve that focus that you've never had before, you're able to realize quite a few things. So that's actually what brought me into this week's episode of Who Are You, right? And do you know who you are? And if you think about it, Who Are You spells the acronym WAY. And I was thinking a little bit about this, not to get too deep or too, you know, into a mental, philosophical type of, of, of thought process. But when you know who you are, then you can understand the direction in which you're going to go. You can understand your way, right? And I'm going to do something here I haven't done in previous episodes because you guys know I'm always a big fan of sharing or dropping a quote or two, but I'm going to drop a few here in the very beginning because as we talk about who you are and you really taking a step back and understanding and really being truthful with yourself of who you are, identifying who you are, you understand a lot of the path forward. You know, Mikhail de Montaigne actually was a French humanist uh, that said, the greatest thing, and I quote, the greatest thing in the world is to know how to belong to oneself. Ralph Waldo Emerson, who we've all heard before, also said, and I quote, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Parking lot that for a second. Think about that. Think about the world and the environment, the society that we are in right now. Think about how there's so much emphasis put on physical appearance, your social presence and platform, and do you look like this person? Do you sound like that person? Think about the amount of energy and effort that's put into those things. And I'm going to repeat that quote because that, that stuck with me. That stung real hard in a good way. But that stuck with me. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. But you know what that takes? That takes confidence. That takes Stamina. It takes persistence because there are going to always be distractions. There's going to always be noise. There's going to always be these things that are going to come and try to pull you away from what your goal and your objective is. It's going to pull you away and distract you, get you off the path of the journey that you're trying to navigate through. It's always going to be the case. So the question that you have to ask yourself, and I've had to ask myself this, how do I eliminate the noise? Because it's going to come. It's going to happen. And you need to be very, very real with yourself and understand that's going to happen. You may get distracted bit by bit, minute by minute, a little bit here, a little bit there. We've talked about this before. But how do you get 
back on track? How do you refocus? Okay. Steve Jobs once said, and we all know who Steve is or was, your time is limited. Don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't succumb to the pressures of society, the pressures of your friends, of those around you, and trying to be something that they want you to be that may be or is often different from what you want to be. C.G. Chung once said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. I'm dropping nothing but meaningful quotes on you at the very beginning of this. All of this goes back to, and do you ask yourself, I ask myself as I was thinking through the comments and the notes and the thoughts about this week's podcast. And I was just like, man, how often throughout my life, throughout different phases in my life that I have actually focused more on appeasing or appealing to the people around me than I was focusing on appealing to what I wanted to be. But I didn't know my own way. I didn't know who I was. Not in its entirety. Socrates once said, to think for yourself. Right? To think for yourself. That's the frame of mind I'm going to start this with. And I'm saying this quote out of context or out of, uh, out of order. But to think for yourself. Think about that. He said, to find yourself, you have to think for yourself. How often are we, once again, influenced by those around us because we're trying to meet a standard or meet a minimum? Diane von Furstenberg also once said, you are the one that possesses the keys to your being. You carry the passport to your own happiness. How often have, at any point in your life, have you been in a scenario or a thought process where you're trying to be something that everyone else wants you to be, but you find yourself not being happy. You find yourself not being fulfilled. And then you finally hit a rock bottom point because we'll get into these, this discussion in future episodes, but where you hit a rock bottom, a low point. And I remember actually hearing a quote one time listening to a motivational speaker saying, you know what? We all hit a rock bottom at some point. But if you can look up, you can get up. And I think that is absolutely key. It is a matter of will. It's not skill. It's a matter of will. If you want to do better, if you want to become and evolve into something different, You'll find a way. Do you ever ask yourself, you ever take a pause and ask yourself, who am I? Because here's the thing. The reality of that is it's going to change from time to time. It's going to change through life experiences. It's going to be something different every single phase that we encounter. It's going to be interesting. And it's okay that you're not the same person five years ago that you are today. And you won't be the same person five years from now. And you have to understand that that is okay. 
we are meant to evolve. We are meant to change. And that's going to happen because we are experiencing different phases of our life. We're experiencing different phases of our journey. You know, when you can think about that and you can actually be very honest with yourself, because it's one thing to ask yourself. It's another thing to be very honest and genuine with yourself. You know? So if you're asked, and it's a natural knee-jerk reaction, but if you're asked by someone, who are you? Your natural reaction is, you're going to tell them your name. Hey, I'm Jason. But that's what people call you. That's not who you are. So sometimes that awkward pause and that awkward hesitation for a quick second to really think about your response, what's the meaning or the deeper meaning beyond that question, the surface level of that question. When you can objectively answer the question, who am I? Or answer to the question, who are you? You can begin to clarify or clearly define your way in your journey of this thing we call life. Because when you truly understand who you are, you truly have the ability to assess what you want to continue to do and what you want to continue to evolve and change. Not because it's bad always, but maybe because you want to be better. You are your life's journey. I look back on every experience that I've actually had in my life. Everything has built upon itself. And when I encountered a new challenge, I look back on all the things that I've experienced. And I don't know if you're a spiritual person or if you're not or whatever, but your experiences are meant to be lessons. They're meant to be learnings. And they're meant to help you to be able to identify and assess how you evolve. And again, this is something that really made me think about deeper levels of this as I thought about last uh, uh, sessions or last uh, podcast topic of meditation, because these are things that come into my mind. I'm very self-reflective, especially even more now because I've actually started doing more meditation and more self-reflection. And then I ask myself, who am I as a person? Who do I perceive myself to be? Who do I think that others perceive me to be? You know, every experience we encounter in every situation we endure shapes our emotional and mental perspective on our path forward. You know, you have to ask yourself, and I think about this a lot of times as well, again, very self-reflective. And I think the more self-reflective we can be as individuals, the more dialed in and in tune with who we are, we can be. But who are you in times of turmoil and tribulation? Are you the person who folds and crumbles as a result of things not being easy or simple, or you don't have the answer right away? Are you the person that pushes through no matter what, because you know this is just a moment in time and you will see the other side? One thing that I can actually say, and I, and I think that when I look back, I was talking to my mom about this uh, several months ago and we're talking about, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I've gone through some very interesting trials and tribulations over the last couple of years of my life. And, and again, these are things as a few things begin to evolve with the podcast, you, you all will get to learn more about that journey and that story because I'm an open book. I think that if there's a way for me to share um, my journey, 
and share my struggles that I've actually experienced because a lot of people will sit and look and say, oh, well, he's been successful at this. He's done this really well. He's, you know, had, you know, had it easy farther, further from the truth than you might think. But the one thing that I actually am very, very, very big on is we can all be phenomenal and great when things are going exceptionally well. But who are you? You really get that gut check and that check of who you are when things don't go your way, when things are extremely difficult, not just slightly difficult, extremely difficult or unexpected. You truly get to see the other side of who you really are because you're going to be tested in ways that you couldn't even imagine. How are you going to respond? How are you going to emotionally react? Are you going to be able to keep calm and have your composure in times of turmoil when you know on the flip side of your everyday forward-facing interactions, you are going through hell? But can you maintain your sanity? Can you maintain your focus? You know, when turmoil or tribulations hit and you are experienced, are you the person who hits those things and you hit adversity and you ask, why me? Do you do that? Do you ask, hey, man, I don't understand. Like, why is this happening to me? I do everything right. Or I feel like I'm a great person. Why is this happening to me? Or... Are you the person that hits turmoil and adversity and asks, what am I to learn from this? What could I have done differently? Because we're all going to hit those phases in life. But again, it takes us back to the question, who are you? Mindset and perspective matter and ultimately determine how you navigate your path through, uh, forward and your path in life. You know, you all have heard me say this before. One of my favorite quotes, and I will say my absolute favorite quote, is by Charles Wendell. Life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react. We are going to be slammed. We're going to be smacked in the face by adversity, by hardship, by pain, discomfort, frustration. We're going to be smacked. And sometimes it's going to happen over and over and over. But you have to continue to push forward. You have to continue to learn how to navigate through. You have to continue to learn how to weed out all the noise. Because that's what happens when you are faced with a lot of unbearable pressures and a lot of unbearable outcomes time and time and time again, the smallest little thing intensifies. The smallest little thing becomes the biggest mountain Everest of an issue or a problem. And guess what? It's not. But it just feels that way because you have one thing after another, after another, after another that continues to hit you. But you have to be willing to focus, willing to be able to weed out the noise, willing to be able to say, hey, you know what? No matter what this is or this other added thing, eh, 
I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Who are you in times of ease and comfort could be very different or vastly different from the times of pain and struggle? And that's a reality. But I've always said it, and you, got, you all have heard me before. It's okay to hit a low point and be frustrated. Because we're all going to hit that level in that point and be in that space. But it's not okay to stay there. All right? A lot of times when you're asking or answering the question of who you are, answering this question often becomes a situation of determining our own self-perception versus our actual daily reality. And that's where the realness and the raw nature of being honest with yourself really comes to full fruition. Our perception is heavily weighted on our own way of understanding or how we interpret things internally. And this can often be guided or misguided by both our current and past experiences. Let's call it lightweight PTSD. These are things that when you've had an experience, you've had a situation happen, you're going to have that memory that's continuously burned in your, in your brain. And something that can challenge that or form your or change your perception can often guide or misguide you even in future occurrences or experiences. It's often difficult to determine the difference when we are so clouded by our day-to-day that we live in and what we're used to. When you have blinders on because you are in the thick of it, and I think we all have been there, we all understand this. I was reading in an article published in April 2013 on Seeker.com titled, Wrong Reality, Why Our Self-Perception Is So Off. The discussion uh, was had about why the differences or there are differences between our perceptions of ourselves and the ways others see us. Now, in this article, they make reference to varying types of research on self-perception. Again, we just talked about this uh, self-perception, the idea of self-perception versus everyday reality. So they mainly focused on physical self-image, but there were a few other comments that made me think much broader than just the self-image piece because the author states over the course of our lives, experts have shown and said our sense of self-image develops through a complicated interplay between cultural ideas, life experiences, and accumulated comments by others, right? As we talked about it just a second ago, that whole outward influence, that, 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 uh, those friends, those family, um, those, those strangers, you know, societal norms, social media, all these things that we see, all the noise that we encounter, you know. And the result of that is inevitably a distortion of reality because we get exposed and inundated and immersed in the continuous feedback, we'll say, the feedback loop of what we should do, how we should think, who we should be, given the circumstance. And it's all false, It's all a false reality. It is all a false reality. Go back to the quote I said earlier. The greatest thing in the world is to know how to belong to oneself. 
right? Go back to the other quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Be who you are and be real with who you are and be able to understand it. All right. And that's for you. That's not for anyone else to actually determine or decide. That is for you. It's interesting that this reigns true in many aspects of our lives. How often are you biased by the perceptions or the inputs of those around you? Do you surround yourself with people that challenge your way of thinking? Or do you insulate your ego with people who support your own perception of who you are or who you pretend to be? I'm going to pause for a second and let you ponder on that. Right? And it's a reality. The longer you expose yourself to the false realities, the more you begin to believe them. And you're believing that you're something that you're not. How often is that happening? And just like that, your perception becomes your new reality. Do you think your own bias plays a part in this process? And before answering that question, you actually have to take a step back and ask yourself, do you feel that you actually have bias? We all have bias. I'll answer it for you. We all do. Reality is, do you acknowledge it? Has anyone ever accused you of being biased? If you say no, then you are fooling yourself. But again, it goes back to who do you insulate yourself with? Do you surround yourself by people or with people that will support you where you need to be supported, but also challenge you where you need to be challenged? Or are you surrounding yourself with people that are going to insulate and fluff up your ego? And if the latter is the case, you need to reevaluate some things. Right. In reality, everyone has biases, personal biases, cloud your perception more than any other factor. Your ability to identify these biases is a very important part of the self-awareness journey. But you have to be real with yourself. Again, keep it real. We've all heard the saying, keep it real. Let's keep it real. Right. Keep it real with yourself. Your ability to identify your biases is a very important part of your self-awareness journey that leads to being more emotionally intelligent and ultimately more real with yourself and more real with others. So how do we get to answering that question? Who am I? Who are you? Number one, understanding your personality and your core values. Ask yourself, what's most important to you? What makes you happy? To figure out your values, you need to consider what's most important in your life. So define what values you have. Define what values are important to you. Who you are personality-wise and what values you have defines your actions. Actions become behaviors. Discover your passions. What drives you? What inspires you? What motivates you? Not just for the moment, but continuously. And then take a realistic pulse of what are your skills? What are you good at? 
And then when you actually are able to identify in those three key areas, which may be a matrix of things, then you start to really form who you are and you can answer the question. Right. So. Defining who you are as a person is a deeply personal and introspective process. And as you think about it, how do I get started? What are some things that are actually going to help me get there? And I'll give you a few, but this list is not exhaustive. It's not finite. So you can build upon this, but self-reflection, spend time thinking about your values, your beliefs, what truly matters to you the most. Consider, consider what your strengths are. Consider what your weaknesses are. Okay? Think back and be able to reflect on your life experiences. Because your ability to reflect on those things will actually tell you a lot about and answer a lot of these questions. Because you can tell how you responded or reacted in, in all these different situations. What are your personal values? Identify your core values. What principles and ideas guide your actions and your decisions, which lead to your behaviors? Remember, your mindset and your personalities lead to actions, which are continuously and habitually your behaviors. And you have to be able to understand what that is. What are your interests and passions? Think about what activities, what hobbies, and subjects truly interesting excite you. Your passions often reveal a lot about who you are. They reveal a lot about your identity. When you think about relationships, consider the roles you play in your relationships with your family, your friends, and your colleagues. How do you define yourself in these roles? How do you define yourself in these relationships? Self-acceptance is another area. Embrace both your strengths and your weaknesses. Accepting yourself for who you are, including your imperfections, is an essential part of defining who you are. Don't be afraid of getting feedback from people, friends, family, loved ones, people that may not like you that much. Right. Ask them how they perceive you. Sometimes others can offer valuable insights into your personality that you're too blinded to see. But be willing to accept that feedback if you ask for it. And I won't be one of those people that's sitting up here saying, hey, well, you know, just ask anyone and get feedback. If you're not ready to get feedback or receive that feedback, don't ask. Because when you get it, be ready. Good, bad, or indifferent. That doesn't mean anything negative. Just good, bad, or indifferent. Be ready. And lastly, remember that your identity is not static. As we talked about earlier, your life experiences, that's your journey. And you're going to continue to evolve based on all the different experiences that you have and encounter. It can evolve over time as you learn, grow, and experience new things. And it will constantly do that. 
Remember this. Defining who you are is a never-ending and ongoing process. And it's okay if you don't have a complete answer now. It's okay if you don't have a complete answer in any shape or form, but that will be driven by the fact that you will continue to evolve and continue to change. And that answer will not be finite. Your identity is multifaceted and can encompass various aspects of your life. It's about understanding yourself better and aligning your actions and your choices to your true self. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the whybehindyou.org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.